0: And welcome into Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and Wes movie podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined as always with Wes Ledesma. And you know, we're getting started right away. Uh, a lot has changed in two weeks since we were last here. And it's uh, it's been a crazy time. It's a crazy time for the country, it's a crazy time for a lot of people out there. Uh, but you know, the nice thing here on Don't Forget the Popcorn, we are practicing social distancing. We are six feet apart. Uh, we have sanitized all of our equipment. We're ready to go. And uh, quite honestly, you know, we know everybody out there needs a welcome diversion for everything that's going out there and it's just it's good to be able to have the chance to give you that uh and give you a chance to get your mind off of everything that's going on out there so we're happy to bring you uh a little bit of levity and we'll we'll get into the show but how are you holding up with everything west yeah, well, i know it's been a, a crazy couple of weeks since man, we left you, off uh, huh?
1: you said it well there dave great you know great opening there just a crazy time and it's Good to be back into the offices here. Good to be giving the people a new slate of movies to, you know, maybe get get through these next few weeks, months, or however the heck uh, oh, along this this lasts. It is. But, uh, yeah, good to be good
0: to be back to a tiny bit of normals. It is it, a
1: tiny bit, a little little breadcrumb.
0: It is for sure, and it's just one of those things where, looking at it historically. Uh, movies are the place that people turn. It's yeah. escapism. You look at the Great Depression, uh, movie attendance skyrocketed. Part of it was because people just needed a place to go for heat and air conditioning. <laughs> uh, so movies were a cheap alternative, they would do double features. But uh, even during the Great Recession, anytime you look at like troubled times, people turn to movies to kind of give you that hour and a half two hours to get your mind off of all the crazy stuff that's happening out of there uh and that's what i just i love about the art form it just does give you that chance to kind of escape get your mind off of things and and be that the real good way of entertaining you and like you said hopefully you know as we go in we're coming in with hidden gems once again uh we're gonna give you something to get your mind off of it give you hopefully some movies that you haven't seen uh that we both like and and just uh Get our minds off of everything that's happening out there.
1: Well, and uh, you know, as you say that, it's it's cool to see some of those theaters releasing the movies to to be able to rent on demand in your homes for that yeah. you know that early cost. I mean, it's you think twenty bucks for a movie that uh, I think they're releasing this Friday, Invisible Man. Yep. I mean, twenty bucks may sound like think of what you'd spend at a theater if you took the family. One hundred percent. I think that's a bargain, and I love that they're doing it. Just gives you that that little outlet so you're not uh, like, dang it, I want... All right, give us us a week, we'll put it out there on demand for you.
0: Well, it is crazy how much it has just changed that landscape of Fast and Furious is delayed till next year. Got some marbles it was
1: touching. James
0: Bond is... Oh, I haven't even seen that. Uh, James Bond, I know, is going to be next year. Uh, I'm sorry, in November, I think, James Bond got pushed back. So you're seeing all of these movies... Push back, and I and mean, changes, what is that gonna is do you're for the freshly that?
1: shaven? I mean, I know. Uh,
0: I did get fake news. Uh, I pride <laughs> myself on looking at things. You know, I'm gonna give a, a negative shout out here. I'm gonna have to give a, a, a kind of a side eye here to Mr. Lad Veitengruber, uh, you know, a medical <laughs> professional who purposely posted that CDC says that you should shave your beard. So I'm all in on him, like, oh man, you know, if Lad's posting it, and then I see in the comments that he, uh, he posted it as a joke. Well, great. After right. I rushed downstairs and shaved uh, my I beard. I wish you would have
1: forwarded that off to Dr. Lukowski uh, downstairs yeah. there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the, the beard's gone. Uh, it's a 5 o'clock shadow now. Uh, but it is, it is pretty crazy to look at. But we're hoping to give you a, a nice diversion here. Make sure to enter into the conversation. We know a lot of people are hanging out at home and don't have a lot uh, that they're doing and probably working from home, have movies on in the background. So... You know, interact with us. Michigan Podcasting Network is where you can find us on Facebook at DFTP Movie Pod on Twitter. Uh, the Michigan Podcasting Network going strong right now. Uh, travel with Thomas Wick has dropped, you know, yeah. her last episode talking about the Super Bowl uh, and traveling there. And that was a really good one. Uh, a talk in the attic has been phenomenal early on, some great Man. interviews. Uh, the churning m- out
1: episodes, Izzy. The mini yeah, episodes. So it. every
0: every Tuesday he does a, a mini episode, about 17-20 minutes just okay. there. Things okay. off the top of his head, things that are going on. And then Friday is his long form, uh, usually an interview that he he goes there. So a talk in the attic with Kirk Ross. Uh, Michigan Podcasting Network, stronger than ever. And I'm going to tell you, buddy, there's a couple other uh, podcasts that might be cooking that we uh, might be breaking news with the Michigan Podcasting Network again soon. So uh, no better time than now to get in on some of these podcasts and listen. And Always innovating, and
1: never imitating, Dave. That's what we so, do here. <laughs> absolutely.
0: So we... We were thinking about, we, before we went on the pod tonight, we kind of laid out our next month and a half, and we just want feel good. We want movies that are going to make you happy. We want movies that are going to get your mind off of everything. So next week, we are going to bring one. We wanted to go right in our wheelhouse. I just think of movies that just give you the warm and fuzzies. I think of movies that just make you feel good. And next week... We are diving into one of our favorites and kind of a little uh, a doff of the cap yeah. to somebody who uh, survived through the coronavirus. We're going with Tom Hanks. Meg Ryan, You've Got Mail, uh, a relationship that was built digitally through The oh, Divide yeah. because we're probably going to see quite a bit of that. A good point. <laughs> uh, so really excited to dive into, I know for both of us, one of our favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, so don't cry, Shop Girl, because we're bringing the content to you as we go on. And uh, hopefully we'll have Barkley coming on up yeah. <laughs> uh, to give us the good stuff. So You've Got Mail next week, one of our favorite ones. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. All right.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and then a big 180 the following week after that. Uh,
0: so, stay tuned. We won't drop that one yet, but we uh, right, right, we got right. so many good ones, uh, so many good ideas, and it, like we talked about, there's just so much time to watch movies. Speaking of which, uh, recent movies that you watched, what have you uh, dove into the oh, the past wow. week? You know, wasn't able to get out to the,
1: Man, I really wanted... Can't. To, they shut him uh, down. I wanted to get out to check out that Ben Affleck. I movie. know. Yeah, I uh, really... I hope that's one of the ones that come down
0: to man. I'm not sure if they Basically, released that. Basically, member rather. of the pod, Adnan Verk yeah. uh, raved about it. Said it was one of Ben Affleck's best performances of his wow. career. Wow. So, so he might have made the draft. And ooh, that movie, it could movie might have made it could. the draft. It could.
1: So I was able to get out there and get one movie in. Uh, Invisible Man, Dave. Excellent. Invisible Elizabeth man. Moss. So Elizabeth Moss coming off her. What's the uh, what's that series? At the Handmaid's time? Tale. Handmaid's Tale. There Mad Men. So I haven't seen Mad Men. That's that's one that's uh, on that the could short be your list quarantine there. list. Yeah, that's uh, I really got to get that in there. Get some the Don pod. Draper. But uh, so Invisible Man. If you've seen the previews of it, really one of those creepy movies, and you you're kind of wondering, is this girl crazy? Is there you know is the ghost of her husband still living? Is it, you know what's going on? And I love those type of suspense yeah. thriller type movies. I thought Elizabeth Moss was really well cast in this. I mean she such an excellent she's job. a great actress and the premise behind this whole thing like you know i've seen a you know hollow man you got the kevin bacon there you see
0: uh memories
1: of an invisible man a little shout out to chevy chase you've seen the invisible movies <laughs> yeah. there so you you kind of wonder ghost which way yeah, ghost dad or just ghost, just ghost. <laughs> um, you wonder where they were going to go with this and you know without giving too much away i thought it was really well written good plot line to it really keeps you on the edge of your seat and kind of guessing throughout this whole thing i gave it a, a comfortable three buckets excellent real comfortable three bucks scary yeah, it's not accurate. too scary so more suspenseful, suspense than, than scary it's one of those um you're gonna get you know the guys jumping out at you things are uh, because he's invisible you're being pulled all of a sudden so it's a lot of those jump scares but yeah that's uh edge of your seat movie i definitely recommend you know what? it this and hey that'll be one that'll come out friday for uh $20 yeah that's demand. a good call so, you know, catch it this weekend
0: it's one of the movies that probably should have been a hidden gem and do you remember the movie what lies beneath with yes. michelle pfeiffer yep. and the Harrison Harrison Ford? Is, Ford. is it kind of similar to that very actually that great
1: boy great similarity i actually had chris and uh me and kristen watch that a couple of months ago did you really it
0: was does it hold up really? i remember loving that movie and i only saw it once
1: I loved it as well. I didn't think it held up as much no, the second time. No, dang it. And I don't know if, because those type of movies, when you know yeah, what happens call. at the end good and you know, um, you, know it, yeah, yeah. you know what happens at the end, it takes away from it. It'd be like that's going, true. you know, rewatching The Sixth Sense and then being like, yeah, I mean, still good, but you, you lose that zest
0: a little bit. Oh, that shock of, yeah. or even Saw, uh, when you saw saw yeah, uh actually that that was a good example you, the, the movies with the twist i really do like watching the movies that have the huge twist the second time uh-huh. to kind of look at oh man did they set that I up hate when movies are
1: advertised big twist ending yeah. you'll never see this coming yeah it's like well thank you so now the whole time i'm all right well you're clearly pitting this person as the game i'm gonna guess she's the killer you know you're always looking for that outside the box thing so i that's one of the things i like about these movies you don't see them coming don't see it coming, and I think Invisible Man really, really uh, continues that. Nice.
0: Well, that's that's really good to hear. Uh, I, I've watched a few. I got a, I'm glad we got to mention
1: of... Ghost Dad, by the way. I know. Hey, uh, yeah, I do not think that's... we'd be able to work
0: that in, but yeah. Well, ghost Dad in prison right now. He could use some of those ghost powers. Uh, I'm going the the one that I watched. I got to watch in two nights ago. Uh, it was one of your favorite movies of last year. Uh, we're going Knives Out. Knives Out. out. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more on everything that yes, you said. I was worried about uh, this. This Ryan Johnson movie, uh, that wrote it, directed it. And you know what I really loved about this movie is it was just, it was original. It wasn't the franchise yes. thing. There wasn't, I mean, there wasn't a ton of action. It's not like it was scary. It was just, it was a lot of great dialogue. It was a lot of great setup. You're constantly wondering what's happening because it's, as it says, a whodunit. it. Mm-hmm. Uh it was so much fun. I mean, you're just even Vicky before she fell asleep in the first fifteen minutes uh, <laughs> said like, "Look at this cast. I mean, you are trotting out James Bond. You're trotting out Captain America. You're trotting out all of these great actors. Uh, Don Johnson, for the love of God, you know you got Crockett over there. Is he Tubbs? He's Don, Crockett. I, he, uh, I agree. Don Johnson was a great, great. Jamie Lee that. Curtis, the, cre- the, mm-hmm. the 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 scream queen, uh, was out there. So it is such a good movie with what you're looking at and what you're covering here with everything uh, knives out i'm giving it three buckets i know it sounds like i'm almost going 3.5 but i definitely loved uh what you're seeing with knives out because it kept me guessing yeah i i had about two ideas that i'm like i think this is where it's going i was wrong uh, I couldn't guess what was happening. Anybody that tells you that they could guess what's happening, I think, is going to be a liar, and I'll tell you that they're a liar. <laughs> uh, but because I was, I was pleasantly surprised in the performances. Uh-huh. Chris Evans was great. I don't know who the actress was that played Marta, the nurse, but she oh, was she great. Was really good too. It- Christopher Plummer was awesome as the old man. I mean, Daniel Craig stole the show. Uh, glad was, to hear
1: you say this. Just.
0: Ringing endorsement, yeah.
1: I love to hear it, and it's cool seeing Chris Evans outside of the. Yes, uh, like you, you can really see the quality of actor that he is when he does something that's not, you know, Steve Rogers, which obviously he dominates.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. I'm coming in at three buckets. Get it if you get a chance. See knives out as soon as you can. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Had a boy.
1: Had a boy. Did you
0: see any other ones, on? Uh, one
1: newer one just came out for rental. I want to say uh, not this past week, maybe the week before. Charlie's Angels, Dave. Oh, you the, got it, uh, it. The
0: new Charlie's oh, Angels. So I can't believe they remade this so fast.
1: Well, and then here's that's one thing I will say about this. It isn't a remake, and they they touch they uh, they show pictures of the. Uh, the previous Charlie's Angels,
0: the gosh, Cameron Diaz, it? Cameron Diaz, yeah, lisa Ling.
1: Barrymore. Was it Lisa Ling? Not
0: Lisa. It was, Lu- Lucy Liu. There we <laughs> Lucy, go. So Lisa Ling it's, is the it's reporter. Kind
1: of a con- like and this is what I liked about it. <laughs> lisa Ling, um, and this is what I liked about it was the story aspect of it. So. The, Isn't Kristen Stewart one of <laughs> the angels? Yeah, I'll touch on that. But so those, you know, Lisa Ling and the ladies there, Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, they show pictures. So those, that universe still exists. And essentially what this Charlie's Angels is shown is that there's a bunch of angels out there. There's a bunch of Bosleys out there. Bosley is essentially a code name for the head guy. The boss. The boss. So that's... Where the good ends actually is, I oh. is where the story. I, I I did really appreciate how it wasn't a, a pure reboot, a pure remake, that it was a continuation. I thought Kristen Stewart was ex- just heavily miscast in this. I mean, she's she, heavily miscast in everything. She, I'm gonna say it. She wasn't Kristen that, Stewart. Fan. She was supposed to be the heavy hitter in this, like the lead one. She they they had her be the like. If I can code Ninja Turtle reference for some reason, the Michelangelo of the group, like the the quirky, funny one, and it, just, like pizza? it was a miss. It was just maybe so was that uh, analogy, but she was a miss as the lead. I thought uh, you know what? I want to go down the, down the deep dive right now. It was as hell that uh, Elizabeth Banks was going to be bad in this. Hey, spoiler alert if I ruined Charlie's yeah. Angels for you. Didn't Pat Elizabeth Stewart Banks made there. this
0: movie, isn't it? She was
1: the director. Yep. So that's And
0: she's a great director. She's done Pitch yes, Perfect and she and does a lot of good
1: stuff, so it's and I know she was really uh chirping back when people were kind of ripping on this movie, but I'm going to I'm going to be What are you this. coming in at? I came in at uh a generous bucket and a half. Right? Oh, a generous so bucket skip, and a half.
0: Skip the angels. Ah, That's what I've been hearing. Skip the angels. I mean, Na- name me a movie. Here we go. The only Kristen Stewart movie I liked, and I could be wrong. Bring up her IMDb while oh, you're at it. Yeah. I loved her in Panic Room. I thought she was great in was Panic she like Room. like nine? No, no. She's like 15, 16 years old. She was great in Panic Room. As Jodie Foster's diabetic daughter in that, I thought she was phenomenal. I can't think of another movie uh, I've I'm enjoyed Kristen here.
1: Stewart in. I think some people liked American Ultra. I don't think it was because of her, though. Uh, Wasn't
0: that the uh, Jesse Eisenberg yeah, movie? Yeah, yep. nah, I was going to
1: say it was more Eisenberg. I had never seen it. But, yeah, it's... I can't... You know what? I liked Inve- Adventureland.
0: That's the... Uh, that's but the that's one.
1: more because uh, it had Ryan Reynolds in it. So, yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm with you. It, it surprises me Overrated.
0: It's the Twilights. and the, uh, Twilight uh,
1: did that much? For a career,
0: yeah, apparently I mean, that's incredible. Because
1: you're right, you ripped through this, and I'm sure you know the the, the Kristen Stewart fan club will hang us for this. But I am just, I'm not seeing it. David. There was a
0: Jack Kerouac movie, the On the
1: Road reboot of like she was in Jumper. Everybody, you know, that's a Mike Munger favorite. There is Boy Hayden Christensen in it. Yeah, uh, Into the Wild. I actually oh, heard that's, that's a that's great a, movie. Heard that's a good movie, but again, not because of Kristen no. Stewart. Ah, we're gonna. I'm gonna all stop right. rolling. I'm, I'm, done. I'm Let's wrong. get off Cold of the. Cold Creek uh, Manor. I did like that one actually. Yeah, we're done. Right, anyways, done, <laughs> done.
0: Done with the uh, Ugh, Kristen what Stewart. What a, what a rough Marvel. Road. So uh, resolution check. We're, we're now into March 18th. I did just listen to our one pod where we said we would have all, all of our resolution movies done by February 15th. Uh, I have not. Uh, I've only got the two, and I got election, and I got Dazed and Confused. You Got the Crow, and that it? Any more resolution and movies? Cue the cricket noises. Yeah. Yes. No, nope. so, I am still nice. waiting
1: on Coco and Coming to America. Boy, those uh, are two great I ones. I know. It, I Actually,
0: wasn't there a fourth? I thought you threw a fourth in there.
1: I'll have to go back and re to the <laughs> pod here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what, what your fourth was. Habits.
0: I don't remember what the fourth was. So, yeah, we look at the... The resolution it is a true New Year's resolution where you set out to do it and you're Just like, Yeah, like you know what? I'm gonna go to the shipped. gym, and uh, it's uh, no more gym, no more so gym. well, we'll no hopefully. Gym. But now, here's the thing we have no more excuse, so None. I, I still owe the listeners a review of the English Patients. Oh, <laughs> and wow. uh, but okay. the one I do think I'm gonna probably be watching this week is a Bronx tale. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely have. Do you, got, do you
1: did you own it? Do you have I it? I don't,
0: but I, I borrowed it from a frequent podcast Pete Remington. Ooh, pistol! Uh, nice. bro- borrowed it from him. So, looking forward to watching both of those movies and getting a chance to look at that. So, definitely excited. Definitely looking forward to getting some of those. Uh, some yeah, of those some in. Of them
1: knocked out. Jeez. Uh, you got any uh, any any other ones you snuck in?
0: No, I I'm through a little bit. Oh, whoa a call coming through oh, to the pod. Well, you tell Mr. Vert so, that we'll yeah, call I, him back. It is, huh? it is. Gosh, you know, there's, you know, there's more important things on. He's only supposed to be on once a month. He's it calling is. us every day. In the middle of a pod, nonetheless. So, no, uh, I haven't really got a chance to you, watch Eddie. many other ones. <laughs> we we restarted a couple other things to watch. But, no, not I haven't had that because it's been a lot of work. You know, I'm being out, I'm doing oh, air yeah. quotes, being out of school. It hasn't really been being out of school. It's just trying to get things figured out and and making sure to answer a lot of emails and trying to make plans, but I'll definitely be sneaking in some movies here pretty soon uh, to watch some stuff for everybody. But here we go. Um, We talk about it. We know so many people are looking for something to watch. You know, we're, we got a lot of people got nothing but time right now. They're at home uh, and we hope you're staying at home. We hope that you're listening to those guidelines, the 15 days of social distancing and staying away and staying out of public areas. Uh, we hope everybody's following along with that because that's so important. And part of that is staying home and watching Netflix and getting caught up on different movies. So we already had this planned before all hell broke loose here. Uh, we, we planned on giving some hidden gems. Uh, We pride ourselves on our history of being assistant managers at Family Video and we took that pretty darn seriously of giving recommendations uh, and giving recommendations to people and I always enjoyed finding those movies that only had a couple of copies on the wall that maybe weren't huge in the movie theater and I watched them and I loved just (laughs) introducing a movie that somebody wouldn't have grabbed. So the hidden gems, the idea is, yeah, and some of these might be bigger. Some of these might have been ones that you've seen. And I think a lot of these movies you may have seen after, uh, you know, they got through the movie theater. But at least in my case, all of my movies made under $50 million at the box office.
1: man, I I was actually worried when I started looking at these, like, can I pick a movie that made some money here? It's yeah, cool no, art. and,
0: well, last time, you killed me on it. I I feel like last time we that, did the Head of like Gems. Is it like golf when we choose these? Like low low gross wins? <laughs> well, you killed me. Last, some of your movies made like 900000 yeah, right. I think Green Street Hooligans made a dollar $1.50. Yeah. Uh, and that was from Christopher Walken going to see it. Uh, oh, dang it, that was Pool Hall Junkies. Uh, but, so, we want to give some suggestions uh, in terms of streaming, if you can find them, you might not be able to find them. Hopefully, you can find some of these. Uh, we didn't have the chance to look all of that up yeah. of where they're streaming. We'll maybe try and get yeah, some of we'll that do up. It. But we'll do it on the fly here. We'll, we'll get it on the fly as you know. Maybe as I'm doing it, you can look it up as you're doing it. I'll look it up, all that, and, and get it figured out. So that's what we're going to look at. That's what we're covering. So here we go. Um, <laughs> that's your annex Skywalker. Th- there's your there's your hidden gems. Uh, so, you know what? I want to get started. Yeah. You know, all right, get care us if on. I went first? And you're worried I'm going to take one of your gems. I am actually, <laughs> because so the idea is hopefully finding a movie that maybe wasn't huge or wasn't covered or it wasn't seen, one that flew under the radar and for some reason people didn't flock to it or see it as much, um, and we want to unearth these for you because we think they're really good, and you know I wanted to give this first one. Uh, this. I love this movie. I'm adding this to my collection as soon as yeah. I possibly can. I can't believe I haven't yet. Must
1: buy. And quite ooh, honestly, ooh.
0: this was one that was brought to mind when we did our rounders pod. Uh, I know you saw this one as well, but my first hidden gem is Molly's Game, 2017. Uh, it only made 28.7 million at what? the box office. Kidding. 28.7 million. So this is a true story, a great cast, a great cast. This is uh, Jessica Chastain plays Molly, who is this incredible skier, Olympic skier. Jeremy Bloom, a cup of coffee in the air. Yes, suffers a horrible injury, isn't going to be able to make it. Uh, Her dad pushes her, her dad, Kevin Costner, uh, pushes her. Well, she is ultra, ultra smart and ends up helping and working for this guy while this guy ends up having a poker game and she facilitates this poker game and this poker game becomes huge and then she gets in her mind that she's going to run her own poker game and it's great because there's actually some true story to this it's like actual hollywood actors that run these poker games so molly's game is all about her setting up these poker games and I know it sounds weird. It's like oh, that doesn't sound. It is so good the way that it's run, the way that it's set up. And Jessica Chastain is incredible in this role. Kills it in that and role. Yeah, honestly, Michael Sarah yeah. is really good in this movie as well.
1: As the, uh, was it Peter? Not Peter Parker. Uh, well, Toby McGuire. He's, he's portraying, but I think in there that's they what, call him Player X. Right?
0: Yes, and a lot of that comes out afterwards. And it, this is based on a true story. And this is Aaron Sorkin, who is one of my favorite screenwriters. I own season tickets to any Aaron Sorkin TV show or movie because they're just all so good. He's the one that wrote The West Wing. He's the one that wrote uh, The Newsroom. I really Made enjoyed off that. Of West Wing? West Wing's is one of the best TV series Rob of all time. Yeah, Rob oh, nice. Lowe's in there. There's right. a lot of good stuff. But if you want to talk movies, he did Social Network. Okay. He did A Few Good Men. He did The American President. He, did, I mean, you just go down the list of Aaron Sorkin movies. He has some great, great movies. I'm just such a big Sorkin fan. This was his, He wrote this movie. This was his directorial debut. Uh, it is so worth checking out. Came out 2017. So I'm going to give you the Rotten Tomatoes score on each one. Rotten Tomato scores for Molly game. 82. My guys. Not bad, right? Not bad. Certified fresh. Kidding
1: me, anything above 60 with your people.
0: And 84. Yeah. Your guys. So I mean you talk about a great split. That's a perfect. This movie has it, and you won't be disappointed. I absolutely love this movie. It is it is really worth checking out. And
1: And I'm really glad you brought that up because it's I seen this movie, loved it, no doubt about it. And kind of forgot about it. Yeah, it's. uh, I haven't seen it. It's. It's been 2017. He said it's been three years. I haven't seen it streaming. I look. I look it up. It looks like
0: Showtime. Showtime's the only thing. If you have Showtime uh, as your subscription, you'll be able to stream it on that. But Uh, but if you want to rent it,
1: advertised. I mean, it's streaming DVDs. I'm just really surprised this one slipped through the cracks because I absolutely loved it. And I and like how you mentioned the true story aspect, I love the wormhole that you can go down oh, after this movie. Yes, I, I did. Looking at like, oh, uh, who, who did that guy portray? What actually happened in the game? I know? really want and to then, buy this book. And then I, what I hear is the book is incredible yeah. too. And it really makes you want to pull yourself into there. So yeah,
0: so that's, great. Way to kick it yeah, off. Yeah, I appreciate buddy. that. And that's the, the first one for sure. It's, it's worth checking out. Two ninety nine is all it costs cost to rent on Amazon. So even if you can't, if you don't have that Showtime subscription, uh, it's it's well worth that rental. It might be our Rod rental of the yeah, day uh, at at Family Video. I Tell you
1: what, I don't have uh, I don't have one movie that hits those Rotten Tomato splits in here. I got one that ties my people. Really, but that's that's it. So, so you, you're a little bit lower. You on the, uh, uh, you kicked it, You kicked it off beautifully, buddy. So love the choice with Molly's game. All right, Davey, I'm going to jump in here. And the first one I'm going to hit you with, a personal, I mean, I've been kind of, this one's been laying in the weeds for me for a while. A movie we seen, a pre-street at Family Video, Once Ooh. Upon a Time, back at the old house. I want to say this is two houses ago for you, maybe. And I'm going to go 30 days of night. Yes, it is. You,
0: you, so, uh, once you get into it, uh, we would have so we would close. We had a closing shift at Family Video. Uh, family Video closes at midnight. By the time you get out of there, it's about 1230, yeah. 1245. Uh, And I think both me and you had to open the next day. So I just offered, hey, what instead of going home to spend the night, we'll we'll maybe watch a couple movies, whatever it is, and then we'll open the store the next day. And this, you're right. This is one and. I remember dozing off left and right during this, and you you stayed awake. And I mean, I ended up watching the full thing. But great call! I love nice. that you did this. And we, I know you're going to mention the line at some oh, point. We, we drop this well, line all the time,
1: and it's it's one of those. All right, you're going to look at it like 30 days a night. What are we working with here? All right, it's a it's a
0: vampire
1: movie, but more so than that, I love the story aspect the the setting of it. So the setting is going to be at a town in Alaska. Where, as the title depicts, you know, the story starts out with this is their last, you know, bit of sunlight yeah. for a month straight, you know, Ugh. that they're going to have to deal Could with darkness imagine? here. God. And once this hits, a uh, trove of vampires were coming in, and it's that's a little ambiguous how they got there. I'll let you figure it out in the movie. But now you have 30 days of these you know, vampires terrorizing, terrorizing this town. It's a pure it's a you know, it's a pure snowbird town. Yeah. Not snowbird town, that's not the right, but pure snowed in town. So oh, absolutely. They're planning on kind of quarantining for the next month, literally. Yes. And it's you know, the buffet is on for these guys. Oh. And <laughs> And it is a. It's so intense. It's got. It's got a really good cast. Josh Hartnett's the lead in there. Oh, he's great. Melissa George, Dan, Danny Huston is the lead vampire yes. in there, if you will, and a young Ben Foster, who Ooh, you first that's right see. he's kind of your first introduction to this kind of weird, these weird vampires or these weird thing that's about to happen, and he plays such a perfect creepy guy. That and oh, yeah. this is a Ben Foster before you had any idea who Ben Foster was, so that also makes it really neat. And then, like I say, just the the intensity throughout the movie, the it's got a lot of jump scares, got a lot of you're walking, the you know something's underneath and it's ripping you under, and it's really in, you know really intense. Hour fifty three minutes, two thousand seven movie, Dave. Let me give you the splits. Fifty one percent, your people. Fifty-six percent. Wow, that yeah, seems low. Pretty low on this one. Only did thirty-nine million in the box office too. So not uh, surprising. Not churning out. I feel like thirty of that was Josh Hardnett's salary, or at yeah. least it
0: better be. That's really surprising because I thought that movie was good. I mean, it gets the uh, please God, oh. I God help, God, no God, no God. And we it's, we use that line. I feel like I'm pretty oh, much. Oh
1: man, that it's and that was that. I think that was in the trailer and the way that. That trailer really sets up the movie nicely for that, just that God, he kind of looks back and forth, no God, Oh, that's and all then he the, dominates her. All the time. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm going to kick off my gym with, the first one, 30 Days of Night, I didn't see it on any streaming platforms, at least uh, for the freebies, you can always oh. rent them on Amazon
0: though. Yeah, that's a bummer, because that's a good one, so perfect transition, I don't yeah. know if you knew this, so... When I pick these hidden gems, I want to try and get a little bit from every column. Yeah, okay. I want to find, you know, I'm not just going to go all horror. I'm not just going to go all drama. I really want to try and get something for each each genre for somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, if somebody doesn't like vampire movies, uh, you can skip it. Here, go to one of my other ones. Well, I'm going to go with a horror movie that, to me is in my top three horror movies yeah. of all time. Oh, excellent. I'm going all the way back to 2005, and I'm going to go with a little movie called The Descent. Ooh. I love Boy, this movie. Boy, you have been
1: preaching descent for... This, have this you was, never
0: seen this, this movie? This is
1: your go-to when you're at family video. You're Anytime right somebody was. would ask, yes. ask for a horror movie, it'd be that weird-ass cover with the girl coming out of yes. blood or have something. Have you never and seen it? I've never seen The Oh, descent. my
0: God. Yeah. I wish I would have known that. I would have brought you this movie instantly. I can't believe a horror official. I know, that's like a, you. That,
1: that I thought when you are going to horror, I'm like, oh, this is great. There's a 95% chance I've seen this.
0: Yeah, this Unbelievable. One, I think I'm actually I, flabbergasted. I think,
1: I think you were selling it so hard at at Family Video. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing it. I refuse. The fourth kind is better.
0: Right? <laughs> I can't, well, you know what, Dave? Season of the Witch. <laughs> Season of the Witch. Watch it. Nick Cage. <laughs> I can't I cannot believe you haven't seen this I'm bringing this with me next week so you can watch it yeah, because homework so here we go the descent 2005 only made 26 million in the movie theaters my guys 85 percent on Rotten Tomatoes Wow your guys rate right, there, pretty close 75 percent uh, as well Wes here's here's the thing about this movie this movie is scary enough. Without any of the paranormal, paranormal stuff, I mean, it's scary with the the claustrophobic. So, what this movie's about is Ooh, these girls, I hate claustrophobic these girls, uh, this this group of girls get together. Uh, there's a tragedy that besets at the very beginning of the movie. This group of girls get together and they are uh, spelunkers. They go cave oh, diving, Batman. so they find this amazing series of caves they are descending down into said caves to to go explore and do all of this and i would say the first half of the movie it's it's amazing just with that it's amazing just with all of the things that they have to deal with like i mean you're tense you're yeah. ugh, you're you're at the edge of your seat with all of that stuff oh and then Add in a little bit of paranormal stuff towards that second half, and, oh, baby. High uh, oh, I mean, you're cooking with gas now because yeah. it is a movie that, boy, if you want to talk about scary movies, to me, this is one of the scariest movies of all time. Uh, it is in one of my top three horror movies of all time. I cannot proselytize enough. Oh! There it is. Oh, word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> that is pee we heard for all of our uh, for all of our millennial listeners uh, but it is it is absolutely phenomenal uh the descent is one for the record books because honestly i mean it you could just have it be nothing but them going into the caves and just dealing with that and that would have been enough with what you see with that but then you just ratchet it up like a hundred extra levels by adding in the you know stuff with the paranormal i don't even want to tell you what yeah. what is down there or what's going on but you add that what's in the well what's in the cave <laughs> uh you add that into it it just makes it even better and here's what's even better for you folks you can stream it right now on yeah. prime video on hulu on Epics or on Sling, it's all there for you. So awesome. if you have Hulu I don't even or need Prime to Video, it then. Nope, Perfect. no, nope, it's right there. And Kristen's a horror movie fan oh, too; she'll dig it. This is one you guys need to watch. I, I can't wait to see what you think. Uh, this is great to me, and I, you know what the thing is, I did not get a chance to rewatch a lot of these, but I believe this is when I watched it, I'm talking three and a half. I might even be leaning towards Whoa! four. I might even be leaning towards yeah, four. Too fast, to too furious range. You hey, watch it I and tell it. me different. You watch it and tell me, I mean, it's 85 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm to you
1: about too fast, too furious.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, here we go. Give me Boy, your next shot. Love gym. it, love it.
1: Love that you work Descent in there. And I love even more that it's available to stream, so I can dive That's right huge. into that guy. Well, we're keeping, uh, I swear I'm going to get out of this genre after this one. Keeping kind of the intense intensity Ooh. thriller horror movie theme going here, and I'm going with The Crazies, Dave. Yes, great it, call. I love this movie. I Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Thank you. All right. So uh, let me get let me get some stats up here on the crazies. Oh. So we got a 2010 movie here, 71. Your guys, oh, not
0: bad. No, Anytime not bad, bad at all.
1: 70s with the critics. My guys, I don't know where we're at here, people. 56. Wow. 56 on the crazies. 39 million it made in the box office so No, that's a, it definitely
0: falls not, under the hidden gem.
1: Not a ton. You can stream this on Amazon Prime so that's out, that's out there. I might be watching this real. And I tell you what, the uh just the quick synopsis of it. The town is a, it's a small kind of, you know, small town in the middle yeah. of nowhere and it's it, it's infected. Their their water source you know, by a a, cr- a plane crash, gets kind of polluted with something. And it kind of turns, it starts slowly turning the town's citizens. Now, you you like to think, like, a lot of movies like this would be, well, you know, are they going to be zombies? Yeah. They're not zombies, but they're also not far off. So, instead, you know, of, eating, zombie-ish. instead of eating them, they're killing people. And in the most, like, really bizarre ways there's a there's a there's a guy that takes out his whole family in one instance i mean there's it is so one of those really anticipatory thrillers where you know a guy's dragging a knife or something you don't know how long does it take before he gets there is he going to get there are they are they going to find out where they're hiding and stuff like that i remember
0: the i remember the baseball scene being very, very good in this and i don't remember a lot from it I've only seen this movie cra- once. That's the cool thing great. about this. Oh, that the, base- the crazy thing? The oh, crazy was- thing is that baseball scene that you
1: talk about, this movie opens, and two minutes into it, the guy's dragging yeah. the gun in the outfield of the baseball scene. You're like, well, here we go. It just jumps right into it. And I'm I'm a big Timothy Oliphant fan. A huge. And I think if you haven't huge. seen Justified, it literally is almost like Raylan Givens. You know this is the justified movie, yeah. but then there's just a bunch of crazies here that he's <laughs> got to deal with, and it's the story gets really in depth where the you know the government's trying to quarantine this town because they don't want it getting out, and I, I don't want to go too too much beyond that, but uh, uh, highly Great, recommend yeah. it. Good good thriller movie for the end of the night. Shut the lights off and enjoy it. But uh, yeah, the Boy, crazies, buddy.
0: And I don't not spoiling. I'm not even going to say anything. If I remember right, an incredible ending. Yes, an incredible yeah. ending. Like I remember being like kind of the, the blown away ending, and like, oh it's man, got a
1: lot of like it. You might like it's an hour and forty minutes, and it, boy, it, it goes by so fast because you're you're intense throughout all yeah. this whole thing, and like you say, as it, like you, you start to think the movie's slowing down, like all right, we're see where we're seeing where this is going, and then a couple more things, are, yeah, we'll great, leave it at that, great but pick. man. Yeah, give it a watch. The Crazies, I'm
0: a big fan. So, my next movie, definitely switching gears. Yeah? Really switching gears softening, on here.
1: softening it up a bit there, Davey?
0: So, it's, it's definitely a tough choice uh, of where to go next. And I might get some blowback on this one, because I don't know. Is this really considered a hidden gem? Is this one that people would consider a hidden gem? But I'm going to say it is. Because this movie from 2005 uh, only made $42 million at the box office. And I feel like people watched it a lot afterwards and people you know, got a real good feel uh, for this movie once it got out of the movie theaters. But I'm hoping that a lot of you out there have not had the chance to see it. Because to me, this is one of those movies that is just so much fun uh, to watch. And so much fun to you know experience. And if you've never watched it, I'm really excited for you to get the chance to watch it. The movie I'm going with, Fever Pitch. Oh, those are not Yankee tickets. <laughs> those are those are Devil Ray tickets. That's <laughs> Devil yeah. Ray dancing, Dave. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm really excited. Oh, uh, man, if yes. people have not had the chance to see this movie, um, this is Jimmy Fallon was getting really. He was really trying to break into movies, uh, and this was kind of one of his. It was like Taxi was one of yeah, them. Uh, I know, and then you you have a couple of chances like Jimmy Boy, Fallon he didn't have a good run in. movies, No, did this he? was right off the SNL. Uh, he was trying to become big in movies and. I just absolutely love this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of great baseball in it. I mean, we can both relate to this movie so I was much. Say, I feel like this guy is me with the
1: Lions. This is us with the Lions,
0: and I think I believe this might have made your list or my list for the top rom coms. I think yeah, we had I it think in the I I top had it five. On
1: I can't imagine me leaving this guy. And at all. I think this you you said it even
0: with that. But if you have not had the chance somehow to see Fever Pitch. Um, it's, just, it's so much fun because it's it's the story of this teacher, uh, Jimmy ah. Fallon's a teacher, and meets Drew Barrymore, who, boy, uh, this would almost be a great versus... Who's the queen of rom-coms? Is it Barrymore or is it Meg Ryan? I feel like oh. they're Ooh. neck and neck. I mean, think of some of the great rom-coms it's Barrymore has been kissed, in. Kiss,
1: and then you got uh, Going the Distance. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. Wedding well, Singer. I, actually, I'll, when you said that, I thought you were kind of crazy. Barrymore might have something to say about that. You're right. And then you add
0: in the fever pitch. She's just she's so much fun in these type of movies. Looks wholesome. She looks yeah, yeah. And she meets Jimmy Fallon early on, and and they hit it off. But the problem is they hit it off in the off season. They don't hit it off during baseball season because Jimmy Fallon is the biggest Red Sox fan. Known to man, uh, he's got Red Sox everything. Kyle yeah. Yastrzemski, Kyle Yastrzemski. Oh God, get it off! Uh, it, it's just one Isn't of
1: those. It? This just stashed. This solves nothing.
0: <laughs> it's so much fun to look at it. This movie, such a feel-good movie, mm-hmm. and was really cool about it. And this ruins. This ruins nothing. It doesn't tell you where the movie's going. But the year this movie came out is the year the Red Sox won the World Series and broke the Bambino's curse. What an
1: incredible stroke of luck for this movie. Yeah, Because it's, like, the movie's good without that, but this really was an awesome cherry on top.
0: Yeah. Came out afterwards, and it's just so much fun. Uh, It's a real good, just what you would want in this time. It's just a good, feel-good movie. Uh, I think it it makes you smile. It makes you just happy uh, to watch. So I, I... Really funny in parts, too. Uh, there's some really great laugh-out-loud scenes. Uh, this is your boy. Uh, I know his name in Sex and the City was Stanford. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this was... You gave him the a... Uh,
1: anesthesiologist in this. I can't think of his name. But, but you gave well.
0: you gave him your reborn in Kingpin. Oh, uh,
1: Willie Garson. Willie there Garson. There it is.
0: <laughs> Mr. Gosson. Uh Willie Garson is in it. He's great in it. Uh, it's just such a fun movie. So Fever Pitch is my no- uh, third hidden gem uh to give to you and uh if you have the stars uh channel and star subscription it is streaming there if not you're able to rent it on a lot of the different um you know streaming sites as well so fever pitch a lot of fun uh a great movie well worth checking out and and very very good
1: what a what a what a great Great choice. Uh,
0: all right, all right. Let's get right. You to your third. So
1: we're gonna jump right jump right into my third. So moving away from the the horror thriller genre a little bit, and I'm gonna jump into probably one of the uh, the type of movie that I I like the most. To be honest with you, it's the heist movie. Oh, you know, we're talking Den of Thieves, ooh, The Town, ooh, ooh. Italian Job, Heat. You know, we're, heist uh, those type of things. And so this one I'm gonna throw at you: 2010 the takers Dave takers never seen it yeah let me let me throw some cast at you man and this is where I think this movie really sets itself apart is Idris Elba in this Idris Elba Hayden Christensen Matt Dillon your boy Chris Brown Rihanna ears Michael Ealy T.I. is in it oh the rubber band man Paul Paul Walker I mean and then you start when you and then when you watch it there's so many other, this guy, that guy, uh, Gamora from uh, uh, Avengers is uh, is the love interest in this movie. Gillum? Zoe uh, Saldana. Oh, Zodani. Zoe Saldana. There we go. Boy, I struggled with that name. But, so the cast is ex- incredibly deep here. And so what we got, and I, when it comes to these type of heist movies, I love the, like the high class heist movies. You know, your Ocean's yeah. Eleven where, you know, the the bank robbers or the heist guys are you know they're driving nice cars they're dressing nice it's not a real smashing grab job it's real intricate, very uh God, you know very you know high tech thefts very you know very planned out well drawn out and that's exactly what this gives you and uh t so the whole premise comes around ti is part of this you know the big gang of takers that's uh idris elba's the leader Ti gets pinched for a previous job, goes away, does a little bit of time. His girl Gamora and another guy, while he's away, together. But Ti wants to come back to the group, man. He wants to, uh, you know, get in on the next job. Well, hijinks and sues. I don't want to give away too much no. from there. Yeah, please don't. The boys got to talk it out. See if they're gonna let Ti back in. You know, they say he can have whatever he likes, and they eventually allow him back in there. But uh, man, it's. A real exciting movie, really riveting. It's gonna have your, it's gonna have those real high, uh, high octane uh, heist scenes, chase scenes, that type of thing. Paul Walker's driving a car again.
0: It's good to see. Well, good news. This one streams on Netflix. Yeah, and also on Stars, so people can oh, check wow. this one right. out on Netflix. And then here's this is the big surprising
1: one for me here. I kind of got, uh, kind of got a little long winded with that description no, no. there, but. Uh, Twenty eight for your people. Ah, oh. Twenty eight. Sixty two for mine. Okay. Big gap there, but again, pretty low. Did fifty seven million. But uh yeah, Dave, really good cast and uh I really think if you like these heist movies, if you like those type of flicks, I love heist movies. Give this one a go.
0: I I remember, I think this was the second stint at Family Video. This yeah. one became big when I was there. was FV
1: purchase. It's yeah, still got nice. that little Family Video ring around the DVD that Ooh, I Ooh,
0: nice. Yeah, this will be one I'll, uh, I'll have to check yeah. out on Netflix. This was uh, the fun thing when we did this last time. Uh, I feel like most of the hidden gems that you had, I didn't see a lot of them. So I know I watched Green Street Hooligans and I watched uh, Pool Hall Junkies last time. So it, it'll be fun to check out the movies that you recommend uh, to kind of give those a look. All right, my fourth, very recent, and I don't feel like enough people watch this movie for how good it is. And I here's where I was at. I would kind of hesitated because of the title of the movie yeah, uh, yes. with what we're going through now, but it has nothing related to what we're going through now. Uh, it, so you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about here in a second. A 2017 movie, so very recent. But I don't feel like enough people watched it. This movie made 42.8 million, so All not right. bad, not bad. Rotten Tomatoes, 98 My People, what? 88 Your People. This is 98?
1: 98. Good Lord.
0: I'm going to go with a movie called The Big Sick. Have you Ooh. watched this movie?
1: It's got the uh...
0: Kumal Nanjani? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't
1: seen it, but that was on the radar for Ray, a
0: while. Ray Romano uh, <laughs> is in it. Uh, dare, dare, uh.
1: Yeah, what's that HBO series that he's on that is uh, not Ray Romano, uh, the lead in this? Oh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Love that guy yeah. in that oh, series. Oh, he's great.
0: So that's that's what really kind of burst him onto the scene. He's going to be in uh, like a Marvel universe now. He got absolutely cut uh, look it up. Look up Kumail Nanjiani. I don't care. There is no way
1: I could take it like as a serious villain. Oh, I'd be like you. you yeah. No he way, I, he I, I got
0: rid. And you knowing Marvel, you know what? They'll do it right, so it'll it'll work. I agree. Uh, but this movie is really really funny. Uh, Holly and it's nice. really really touching. Holly Hunter. Uh, Ray Romano's in it. Uh, gosh, I can't think of. You got it up. Who's the uh, the second lead? Uh, his girlfriend in the movie.
1: Zoe K- Kazan, yeah, Zoe oh, I,
0: Kazan. She's really good uh, in this as well. But it is it is a really great movie. Um, essentially, the movie is about these two people meet. Uh, he is Pakistani, and in great that culture, to. thank you, uh, in that culture, it's arranged marriages. It's all about arranged yeah. marriages because you know you, you end up kind of combining the families and doing all that. So. Uh, Kumail's parents are trying to match him up with all these girls all the time and trying to do that. He's got no real interest in that. Well, he ends up meeting Zoe Kazan and instantly falls for her. They go out on dates. They love it. Well, she ends up coming across this box of all of these pictures of all the women that he was with. So they break up. Well, the day after they break up, she falls into a coma. but then it's about how he kind of stays with and does all that and this was a comedy it is oh it is there is one of the funniest scenes between Ray Romano and Kumail Nanjiani that is one of the hardest scenes I've laughed at in recent memory
1: two good guys for that oh
0: it is so good so this movie once again it's it's Pretty dramatic in parts, but it's still a really good touching comedy as well. There's funny parts. It's just a, a good all-around movie, great writing, good funny scenes with Kumail Nanjiani, good funny scenes with Ray Romano, and Holly Hunter's phenomenal yeah. in this as well. Uh, you can stream it on Amazon because it was an Amazon movie. So you can stream this one on Amazon uh, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription. So check it out. It's called The Big Sick 2017 well, well worth. I know we don't watching. bucket these
1: movies, but this easy three buckets for you. Oh god, it? I, I'm three and a half.
0: I might even be four. Okay, it's that good.
1: Oh, you are throwing those fours around lately. You're like christen with the ones. What's you can't the list? La- take them serious anymore? What's the last four I threw? Yeah, around? I don't know. There was something. Uh, Charlie's Angels, was it? No,
0: no. All it right. might have been Molly's game, but no. I <laughs> we'll have to go back it's, to the tape. Well, I, I'm telling you. Oh, I it might have been the Descent. No, yeah, that's right. Ten minutes ago, it's 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 the horror movie. I mean, if if you're in the genre, I'm Ah, going four buckets in there.
1: Good point. I'm not saying
0: it's Schindler's List by any means, but to sell it. So, all right. So that's my number four is Big Sick. Uh, I hope people check it out. Have you seen? You've only seen Molly's Game on my list, right? Yes. So 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 I basically uh, gave you oh and Fever Pitch, obviously. Fever Pitch. I watch it every every morning. All right, here we go. What's your number four? All right, here. buddy.
1: So we got a, let's see, I got a heist, I got a couple of thriller movies. I need a spy one in there. Ooh. You know, I need something, you know, I need one of these international uh, spy movies here, Dave. So what I'm going to throw at you is a 2008 movie. Oh. A Ridley Scott. Oh. Mr. Ridley Scott, I might add. I give the title. Actually, is he a sir? <laughs> sir Ridley Scott? Well, let's go is with it. It? Yeah, we like it. Like we it. We just knighted him. We just knighted him. Ridley? I think he's Australian. <laughs> so, for your people for this movie, before I give the title, 55. Oh. My people, 62. So, as you can see here, there's a theme. Not a ton of interest. Ah, in what I is, like You're, you're, you're going, going out concerning. on a limb. You're, you're going out on a limb on a lot of these movies. Made 39 million. Dave, the movie is Body of Lies. Mm. Have you seen? I have not. Is this The Crow? This is the Russell Crowe, Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, wow. Mark Strong trio movie. That's a heck of a and cast. I'm sorry, a lot of the a lot of the times for me, DiCaprio is a season ticket guy. Yeah. Russell Crowe is knocking on that oh. door of being so. 100%. And Mark Strong, you know, not a season ticket guy, but plays one of the name best you, name me a bad movie he's been in. characters out there for Spot your you know, your your bad guy, you your your, your intense boss, and that's the that's the role he kind of plays in this. So, to kind of lay it out real quick, uh, DiCaprio plays the overseas CIA agent, and uh, Russell Crowe plays the uh, guy down at Langley, you know, the guy in the chair, if you will, that's calling the shots. Leo's on the you know on the front yeah. lines here in the mix, lying to people, you know, making deals, hoping that America's got his back throughout all these things and what they're trying to do is snuff out this terrorist unit that they're going around bombing people. I can't remember and if I've seen this or not. This has such, it's got a lot of good like, uh, like these satellite shots. Ooh. So, you know, one scene that always sticks out to me is DiCaprio's, you know, approaching this, uh, I don't know, I'm just gonna call it a house in the middle of the desert. He's over in, uh, you know, he's, he's across the pond, we'll yeah. put it that way. So <laughs> he's approaching this house across the desert and he's on the cell and he picks up the cell phone to call nobody but he knows Langley's listening and he's yelling Ooh. at him you move that satellite i can see you if i could see you they can see you and all he's doing is looking up in the sky and seeing this little reflection oh yeah it's and those. he knows all wow. you know, the satellites are there so that you have that kind of you know high tech intricacy as far as you know finding these terrorists you have the great banter between DiCaprio and Russell Crowe I thought it was really well done. You're gonna have a lot of good action shots, a lot of explosions, a lot of a lot of a lot of that good man stuff for a movie. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Body of Lies, and man, to have those kind of splits for a movie that has those top two blows my mind. I mean, I, it is. I agree for a DiCaprio crow. I mean, I it's can't really remember a if I've 60. seen
0: this though. I, I I feel like I would have, especially at the time that it came out. But at the same token, this is about when I. Started teaching, so I might have been a little busy. I mean, you, got to, you know,
1: Ridley Scott—he's no slouch. So it's you know, it's not like they all right, great actors. Was the story bad? Was the directing bad? No, on both accounts. Yeah. So just one of those that kind of slipped through the cracks. I mean, you see, with the 39 million, didn't do nothing at the box office either. Critics kind of panned it. Uh, I'm looking forward to having some people tell me I'm why. Really, I really liked it. I'm going to be taking it. it
0: home with me. I yeah. want to get a watch in this. I, I can't Trump remember. Rump
1: Strong's got an excellent, he's not a He's not a bad guy. He's this, uh, he plays this Iranian, like, uh, Iranian government official who yeah. just, he's trying to be friends hmm. with uh, DiCaprio, but he knows DiCaprio's being less than honest oh, yeah. with him. So there's that ah. tension there. Good stuff. Good there. pick,
0: good pick. All right, my last one here. My last one. My, my last one. Uh, I Tucker feel like... Dale. Uh, I've heard that's great. Uh, that, that might be one I have to check out.
1: Guilty pleasures. Ooh, ooh, my, my
0: last one is from 2007. And when I look at it, it's so funny how many of my movies come from that family video yeah. era for the most part. Uh, but this one is definitely a 2007 family video special it only made 23.6 million at the box office. And I feel like this got a lot of legs afterwards. So a lot of our listeners may have watched this movie since, but if you haven't, my god, I love this movie and it's part of a trilogy. Ooh, they're not connected. They're they're the same actors, they're the same, you know, kind of idea. It's almost a spoof, but not a spoof. Uh, it kind of satirizes and, and pokes fun at this genre of movie. I love this movie so much. I'm going to go with 2007's Hot Fuzz. Oh,
1: nice I, choice. I
0: absolutely love this. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Uh, it How's is... That gun scene mocking oh boy. Oh, my boy, God. It is, it is one of my favorite <laughs> scenes of all time. And what I love about it, though, what this movie is all about making fun of these over-the-top cop dramas, cop movies. Like, Simon Pegg is that hard-ass cop. He is just like, he is the Murtaugh and Riggs. He is the lethal weapon cop. He's your John McClane. Like, just hard-nosed and just all about it while he gets reassigned to this small rural village. And it just makes fun of all of this while you get towards the end of the movie. And... What's awesome is it becomes one of those movies. Yeah. It becomes one of these cop movies with all the explosions and all of these different things. And it's just it's so funny. The, you're right. The, the Nick Frost is just this bumbling big guy oh, that just is there. I and love that duo. Martin the, Freeman? Well, this I didn't is, realize he was in this. This is part of what's known as the Cornetto Trilogy. Mm-hmm. So the first movie of that was Shaun of the Dead, what's which the is si- like? Simon Pegg. This is the second one. So, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Shaun of the Dead was the first, which I love. Zombies. It's incredible. Don't stop me now (laughs) because we're we're having a good time, having a good time. Uh, So, that's Shaun of the Dead. That that is amazing with that. And then you get another. uh, Hot Fuzz is the second of the Cornetto trilogy. And then the third is The World's End. Uh, do you remember that one, the the World's End? That's no. the movie. Oh, really?
1: The World's End. No. That's where they
0: do the bar crawl, and they the bar is called the World's End. They they try to go through all these bars in this town, but aliens start invading. I've never, I haven't seen that oh, one. Actually, it's, it's really good. That's
1: yeah, got Martin Freeman too. Is he part of the you know? Is he part of their uh, like group of? Uh, I I don't know because he's, he's in all yeah. three of those. I don't.
0: Yeah, he must be then. That's uh, crazy. So it's well worth checking out but hot fuzz it's just such a fun send-up of all these cop movies and everything that's there it's it's great action it's it's a really good movie if you have not seen it it's well worth checking out sadly it's not available for streaming so you might have to rent it on one of the platforms uh it's a cheap dvd purchase if uh you're, you're, actually, I guess Amazon is suspended, you know, shipping. But it's, it's at least worth a good uh, rental Heck on yeah. that. I, I think you'll enjoy Hot Fuzz because it's really funny. But there's some good action in it too, uh, and just really good parts and a lot of laughs. So that's what I'm going with good. for my fifth hidden gem. I
1: dig it. I dig it. Nicely done. All right. All what right. do you got for your last one? Uh, a lot of choices. Actually, uh, one. Went over. Uh, I can't wait to tell you the couple of ones that I cut, but. This one was a, a late edition. I caught the rewatch again today just to make sure what that fifth and final movie was. I was between a few, and I'm going to give my final nod to a 1995 movie. Oh,
0: going way back.
1: Here's the splits 29 Your People, Dave, <gasps> 20. Is this going to be the same? My People, 84. Big difference. And I went with Empire Records. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it was not the same. That's oh, nice, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, and that's a you
1: Who know how, is this this? Kinda, how this was kind of how this was kind of built was Breakfast Club at a music store, yeah, if you will, because huh. this whole scene kind of this whole movie takes place at the music store, and I love this cast with it. You're gonna see there's a the couple of headliners, and then I'll say the names. They won't re- really ring yeah. a bell, but when you watch the movie, you're gonna just literally sure. those guys. Anthony Lepagli, a lot of uh, revolvers. Yeah, uh, you probably wouldn't get in. Let me get to the the two. You may know Renee Zellweger. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, just a, just a little bit. And then you got Liv Tyler, obviously. But like I say, at least Robin Tooney. Is she? Yeah. Is she oh yeah, a absolutely. Okay, there we
0: go. She's Prison Break.
1: Yeah. All right. Excellent. And there's there's at least five or six more of those people that you will definitely recognize in this. And what I like about this movie, it's one of those just easy watch. Like what like a good hang. I've never seen. Like a movie that's just a good hang. You know, it's got it's in a record store. This soundtrack is awesome. You're going to have these sequences of just where they're jamming out in there and it's just, it's easy to kind of have a good time while you're watching this movie. And, uh, just to kind of give a quick breakdown of it. So the whole idea of it's the, uh, there's the main record store here and this guy's getting ready to sell it to, uh, you know, since we're going to the You've Got Mail, the Fox Books of record stores, if you will. F-O-X. And so the whole, like the the employees try to save the store a little bit. One guy takes the late night deposits and he runs to Atlantic City to try to double it to win the money back. Well, obviously that didn't work. They got to come back and, you know, the boss who wants to save it with them, but, you know.
0: Was this the guy from Can't Hardly Wait? Yes, it absolutely is. <laughs>
1: See, you'd recognize a yeah. bunch of them, but it's just—it's cool about it because all these employees are trying to come together to save this record store because it's their hangout, and it's those movies you got—you got every little uh, type of person kind of represented here. And uh so you got the golf girl, the good girl, the you know, the easy girl, the artistic guy, Justin Sane would love that dude. You got the weirdo, the rocker, the hippie, you know, the the guy that's just trying to fit in with everybody. It's got a little bit of everything, and they all find a way to kinda of come together. And like I say, it's just an easy watch, a good hangout movie, and uh yeah, big fan. Always had this one at the just one of those, you know, easy watches every now and then. But, yeah, Empire uh, Records, David. Never
0: seen it. That's that's one I'll have to put on the radar, uh, one I'll have to look at. I forgot to put this in. I should have. Hot Fuzz, Rotten Tomatoes, 91. My guys, 89, your guys. Wow. So. Your splits have been incredible.
1: Like I well, said, Empire I mean Records, the, the highest with the 84. Yeah, and this. And the, ooh, <sighs> let me throw this. Sorry. Uh. Three hundred thousand it made. That's it. That's it. That's it, insane. It became a cult classic. With yeah. One hundred percent. It just it really took another life and uh,
0: yeah. So just uh real quick, I'm gonna give a rundown of mine and then give yeah. a rundown of yours. Uh, Molly's Game, good poker movie. Good horror movie. The Descent. Good rom com. Fever Pitch. Kind of a rom com dramedy. The Big Sick and a good action comedy, Hot Fuzz, were my top five. Give me uh, give me your uh, hidden gems. Right. Not top five, but your hidden gems. My hidden gems. So we got Empire Records, Body of Lies,
1: Takers, The Crazies, and 30 Days of yeah. Night. We're giving great you a little risk. bit of everything here. Yeah,
0: great list. Uh, hopefully, that's going to get you through the times. You said you had some honorable mentions, because I have two honorable mentions that uh, I had... I wanted two extra ones in case you had one that I had, and I didn't want to double yeah. up or do that. I don't or want to do give that. away
1: too many because I might have to save a save few it. for Volume Three. But I know one that won't get there. I had V for Vendetta down as a Ooh. a possible gem. I rewatched it, Dave. Not good. It didn't hold up for no. me. No, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize it was a comic book. I forget if yeah. it was DC
0: or one of those. Uh,
1: but it's I didn't realize it was a comic. It Guy just Fox, Dave, didn't, didn't hold up for me. So I uh, I bumped it.
0: Natalie Portman, I right? It.
1: Natalie Portman, yeah. Guy Pierce, yeah. Not Guy Pierce. Nah, uh, Actually, Agent
0: sure. Agent Anderson or whatever is not Agent. I don't know. You know, a, the agent from Matrix yeah. is
1: the guy. We we'll just call him Agent.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know what? I'll save mine. I'll yeah. save mine for for another time. I'll tease. Uh, I'll
1: tease one that I'll probably have for Volume Three that almost mm-hmm. made Volume Two here. The uh, the Estevez brothers, Men at Work. Oh, that we'll is a good one. Talk about that one next time. There's but probably this quite a few people that went on the door, but uh, Men at Work is going to be in the future here.
0: Well, you know what? Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> screw it. I'll, if you give two, I'm going to give two. Uh, <laughs> this is such a reach. I feel like, but it, this is what it is. It's a hidden gem. 1995. It's definitely a more of a girl movie, but I still I still dig the heck out of it. Yeah. It's a good coming of age movie. Do you remember the movie Now and Then from yeah, 1995? Absolutely. It only made 20. All 20? the
1: girls at, movie or at family video loved Now. And I and love then. Now I hear and G Then Kristen's too. up there nodding her head like Now and Then, not bad.
0: Knock three times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so no, but it is a good watch. 27.1 million. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. You want to talk about a bad split? 28 for the critics. 83 for the. Uh, the, wow. The, the everyday people. So, uh, And here's my other one. 2007. This is a family video special. This is one that I pushed on everybody. You talked about spy thrillers and going on that. This is right in that vein. FBI dealing with that. Great cast. Do you remember the movie Breach? Yes. I yeah, love Breach. Ryan Felipe. The, and then you the had Chris Cooper. The Chris, Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper. Yeah. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal, Maniacal laugh. <Laf>. Uh, <laughs> Oh, gosh, what did I just see Chris Cooper in? He's all movie. over the place. Yeah. I feel
1: like he's doing Aflac ads these days. There maybe. we go. No, there, there maybe, I might even have
0: another recent review. I just saw Chris Cooper in a movie. I can't even think of it. Oh, well, well, maybe I'll give that for invitation. the next pod. Little Women? No. Nope. Just go have right.
1: a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, oh, that is odd. Yeah.
0: Dang it! That is, we'll say that for the next pod. I'll review that on the next pod. Uh, so there we go. Uh, so hopefully we gave you at least uh, about an hour and ten minutes of getting your mind off of all the crap that's going on out there uh, and giving you a chance to enjoy some movies yeah. and do all that. So we know that you're stuck in your house. Hopefully you can take our recommendations and run with them. Uh, we want to hear from you. Michigan Podcast Network on Facebook at DFTP Movie Pod on Twitter, uh, but absolutely, we want to hear what you thought of our picks. We want to if you listen, if you've already watched these, if you disagree yeah, with us, we want to hear from you. you. I can't wait to hear uh, that. If you yeah. agree with it, or if you watched it and you're like, "Man, this is a great pick," we want to hear that too. Uh, but Wes, closing thoughts. Well, I mean, you mentioned it earlier. I didn't really realize how many of these are right
1: in the pocket of the family yeah. video years. Like yeah. literally, each outside of uh empire records all of them are right in there and it's it's gotta be two newer ones
0: yeah for sure
1: You know, when they start coming in, you're gonna give you're gonna give movies a little bit more of a chance as opposed to now when they're I'm kind of cherry picking when I see them coming into theaters. So
0: well, we would watch everything. Yeah, we'd watch everything. uh, Making a point to watch everything. So yeah, it was our job. (laughs) I I didn't even
1: realize that until you brought it up, but yeah, good call.
0: So you know, we look down. uh, The bucket is empty. We we hope everybody's staying safe out there. Uh, We know you got to self quarantine, but hopefully you get a chance to enjoy some movies. Uh, Hopefully you got your mind off of things for a little bit. Uh, but as long as things uh, keep the way they are, we'll be back right here next week uh, and give you more time to get your mind off of all the uh, real-world crap that's out there. So, for Wesley Desma, I'm Dave McPeak, and we will see everybody next week. Hello, Mata. Hello,
1: Fada. Here I am at Camp Granada. Marge!